watching Prohibition fall down. All right, what's everybody? Grow Talk, Grow Talk. Hope everybody had a good Thanksgiving. Feeling a little fatter. Oh, yeah, I, I love Thanksgiving. You just, I mean, the whole idea behind it, it doesn't get clogged up with presents and people getting mad and screaming. You know, it's just, uh, it's, you just eat, you fall asleep on the couch, watch some football. Mm-hmm. Here, I've got an upgrade to your Thanksgiving. Make it a Thanksgiving and turn some of the dishes into edibles and don't tell anyone. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you have a hard enough time. What is the tryptophan and the turkey? But, you know, I'm going to sleep on the couch by 6 o'clock anyway. Got to love those amino acids. Oh, God, man. I ate, I ate crab legs myself. King crab legs robbed from the ocean. Huh. Nothing. Right. That's a- this is just me staring at you. Crab legs for that. You're changing, dude. You're changing. It's You're- not even, it wasn't even really Thanksgiving here in Canada. But this is a Grow Talk show, guys. If you can hear some tinkering in the background there, the, this, the, the studio is still being worked on up there. The bakery's upgrades, if you will. It's actually awesome. No longer will you trip over a light when you come to do uh, content here, man. Mm-hmm. I dig. I dig. The show rundown today, built by the DGC, dudegrows.com. We get our questions and dank nugs. We got greenhouse genetics for dank nugs. Super silver haze crossed with Bubba Kush. Oh, sorry. Bubba Slush. Slush. I could call that Slush, maybe I call it. I don't know. I can only imagine the lineage there, man. That was by Brainabus. 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 And in Grow Talk, we got Three Finger by R420. Too many tents, question mark. By Jackson4201. What's going on in my grow? I don't say our grows. And uh, yeah, let's get into it. I have a report for you, man. I might have made a super high uh, purchase and get a grow going back again, but I'll save it. Only if you got one of those uh, like container grows, maybe. No, I don't know. You got it. You're growing under the sun, man. You're winning. I I can't give shit. All right, join the DGC, guys, dogrows.com forward slash support. So you can go over there and join the DGC, $10 a month, and sign up to get the bennies. The bennies, man, I'll break it down here. When you sign up, you get a nice little welcome message kicking you over to dogrows.com's secret members area where we list all the coupon codes, all the hookups, such as the code for 30% off Real Growers Recharge. I actually got a comment from a grower, Scotty, uh, the other day from a DGC being like, dude, with the amount of recharge I use, the $10 yep. a month and the 30% off just cancels out. Yep, it absolutely does. I see that uh, coupon all the every every time we ship something out, Miss Real ships every bit of recharge out, and I see that. I love seeing that DGC discount. I appreciate y'all helping me build that. Free seeds from Seeds Here Now when you sign up. Best Coast Genetic Packs, uh, as well as we're going to be sending out the DGC bundles. The DGC bundles, sit tight, guys. If you've already ordered that, we're waiting on our new stickers to come in. We're going to pack up some stickers and a high-functioning stoner stash card and start sending that out to everybody because watch this, I'm going to be hip. Who doesn't love some slaps? Whoa, man, I feel hip. I, I felt like my one of my gray hairs go away when he said that. And it's not up just yet. Actually, it might be up by now here. We have a DGC merch pack, guys. It's, it's going to be a little bit of an Xmas pack going for the giveaway. It's going to have three hats. This is going to be December 21st. Three hats, a grinder, DGC grinder. These are the latest DGC hats. Some stickers, a DGC lanyard, um, high-functioning stoner stash cards, and whatever else we find laying around between now and then that will fit in the Xmas basket. I like it. Xmas, huh? Was that politically correct, or you're just too lazy to type? Um, yes, you got it. You got it. Uh, dudegrows.com forward slash support to check it out. Let's get into the show. Come on. It's funny. Usually both of us, Scotty, are bothered a little bit by 
we like show quality, auto quality if we can have. And I'll hear tinkering in the background. It's like I almost want to say something, but it's progress. It's progress for the cause. All right. Yeah, what can we do? What can we do, sir? That's good. Who's growing some dank is what we can do. Uh, we got greenhouse genetics, super silver haze, cross with Bubba Slush by Branibus. Branibus or Branibus? Right. Hey, did you see? Here's some photos of my two plants in my four by two grow tent or two by four, whichever you prefer. First time running this smaller tent as I had to scale down because of an upcoming move. Really happy with the results so far. The fall colors are coming on strong and the terpenes are extremely fragrant. They're, they're, uh, they're greenhouse genetic super silver haze on the left and Bubba slush on the right, grown in five gallon fabric pots with can of soil and Remo nutrients. I'm in week six now and the flush has just started. Can't wait to try these beauties. Stay higher, DDC, much love. Dude, the fall color does look fabulous in these. Beautiful. In respect for, I, go ahead. Yeah, I like the flush too. I like that he uh, kept it going. He, you know, he had a recent move coming up. You got your little two by four ten on hand. I have a five by nine ten on hand that I've used once. And I was like, dude, you should probably, you know, sell that tent. Maybe he's not really using it. It's probably a good value right now. It's like, why would you ever sell a grow tent? You never know. Right. You might right. pop up a grow tent. Um, man, but these look dope. Good, good buds there, Brainibus. Yeah. Nice fade too. I like it. You're making the dude proud. All right. Let's move on to uh, question one. Question one, three finger, three finger by R420. And this is very basic. Um, it says, hello, lads. First organic grow, second grow ever. That's the story with three finger plants. And I actually talked to uh, R420 over on Patreon a little bit, but every leaf on this plant is three finger. And I thought that was like a strain, like a certain strain specific thing. But what is up with just having every leaf be, th and oh, the strain is a blueberry auto. So I don't know if auto played into this as well. So this is a, actually really simple. It's always gonna come down to genetics for this. There are gonna be certain lineages that carry uh, this mutation um, for the duck, I think duckfoot is what they'll call this, or the three-fingered uh, uh, petioles on everything. Right. Um, yeah, so it, it, it's just all down to DNA for this and this being I know we've covered it that. before in the show where somebody had put up some pictures of those, this outside before it flowers. And it's like, oh, it's like a landscape plant, you know? It tricks the neighbors once the plant flowers, of course. Is there a negative? Cool. I think obviously you don't have maybe as much... Uh, photosynthetic leaf surface with a three-finger leaf? You're going to have a, a decrease in just potential surface area that plant could have had. Um, it's not uh, going to be as vigorous, in my opinion. I've never grown one of these before, um, but it does come up, so... And what All the right. Frisian duck is the one that looks really, it, it looks like a landscape plant. And then that's that's the that's the most extreme one of these I've seen. Yeah, that's the actual, so that Frisian duck, that's a strain. Yes. Yes. Right on. Not a genetic trait. The trait is duck uh, foot. It's a genetic trait in the Frisian duck strain. All yeah. right. I like that. You got to put all together there. All right. Got it straightened out there for you. R420. I got a good comment to the, just really quick here, Scotty, to let you know, me know, everybody know. By Brian Vector, it says negative 40 Celsius and negative 40 Fahrenheit are the same, fellas. Okay. So that's where he equals out. Yeah, by the way, Guru, you got to be careful, man. We hang out, just do li do these live or just do this in real time. And God damn, man, the DGC will keep you on your toes, no? They keep me on my toes even when I correct myself like a minute later. <laughs> I did. I tried. I, I, you know what? God love them. Thank you. Thank you, everybody. Appreciate the comments. 
All right, we've got uh, next one up here. Too Many Tents by Jackson4201. <laughs> Is there ever a such thing? Uh, I love it when the pitchers come in and the guy's like, by the way, this is my bedroom. (laughs) Three, four tents. All right, ADC crew, longtime listener here, first time poster. Wanted to say that all year. Right on. I have a four by four and a three by three in my room, but I really want to maximize the space by adding a four by eight with an enclosed environment up against my thermal lined curtains by the window. Good idea. I already have a 14,000 BTU portable dual port AC I'm using to cool my room that I can adapt for the 4x8. But I'm just wondering if there's going to be too many tents causing too much heat and or humidity to control well. It says I have 150 watt LED in the 3x3, a 400 watt in the 4x4, and we'll have a 1,440 watt in the 4x8. Okay. Rolling into summer... Is where temps are around 30 Celsius during the day, which is why my lights don't turn on until around 7 at night to help more with the added potential heat stress. Always a grow tip there if you can right. grow your lights like at night. I'm really loving listening to the talks while I work. I'll always end up spending a little extra couple hours in the garden just because I have to replay something I missed every That's 10 awesome. minutes. It's that jam-packed full of info. Thank you for the kind words. Oh, that is really awesome. Hey, do you mind if I, we go through the fundamentals, and that is how many watts of light and then how much heat he's going to, how many BTs, BTUs of heat he's going to generate with those watts of light. And what I mean by that is, well, Guru, I think I got this right. Each watt of light is about three and a half BTUs. Is, is that correct? 3.41, but yeah. Sure. So pretty, as, pretty close. As an estimate. So what I mean. He's got 2,070 watts of light total, just to tell you. Okay. So 12. So we got to do a little bit of math here. I'm not going to do it in my head because. You know, people are listening, but uh, how, uh, we've got to times that by 3.41. So what do you get? How many BTUs did you say? I'm sorry, how many watts? Uh, 2,070 watts total in his LEDs in the tents. Four, so what, like 7,058.7? Okay, and you've got a 14,000 BTU air conditioner in there. So I know that's not the, you know, I mean, they're going to exaggerate that a little bit, but I would think that should be enough. Yeah, I think he's going to do all right, for sure. Um, that many tents in the room, I question how to handle. He mentioned humidity. Plus, don't forget, guys, watts for watts. If you're running a dehumidifier, that's going to create some more heat that you're going to have to handle uh, with the AC, whether you have fans on the wall, air pumps. You add up all your watts of your the equipment in a grow. Excellent um, idea. Excellent. But uh, how he's going to handle his humidity in the different tents, or maybe he handles the humidity just in the room. You know, the room is the lung room, as we say. Yep, when and you just start, you circulate everything out of there. You know, and you you were telling me about how hard it is to uh, keep a, a proper environment in a two by four tent. So why not keep a proper environment in the you know ten by twelve room and have it circulating all around? You can always do something so a little bit more containers in somewhere to raise the humidity a little bit, a little microclimate going on, but. And to control the environment in my two by four tent now has been, it's like dialed. Now that I've like had a harvest out of it and I have it, it's, it's completely oh, yeah? dialed with the, the CO2 injecting and everything. I barely do anything. I just had to, to come in with that. I'll talk about what's going on in my grow. Deal. But um, man, yeah, I think he, he's, he's good to go as far as his plans. I love the different sizes and tents as far as running along and always having something to put in right after harvest. From your four by four ten and your four by eight, if that's are going to do a little perpetual work, so I I dig. Yeah, I'm down too. I always thought, man, just two tents though. 
you know, a veg and a flowering. Um, yeah, but then the smallest one there with the 150 watt LED, that's a nice little nursery or I don't know, corn. It just gives you options. Only 150 watts running that thing. That tent probably doesn't even have to ever have to open to, to exhaust for heat or anything, you know? I dig, All right. man, I dig. Get some thanks for the drawing. Drawings always help. Hey, uh, dude, thanks, soup. When was the last time you picked up a pen and pad? I mean, I'll do that all the time on my phone. I actually have the phone, a little note with a, a little pen. But man, I can't remember the last time I picked up a pen and pad. Um, since I help my 10 year old daughter with her schoolwork, I just actually just did yesterday for a math word problem that I couldn't <laughs> figure out, but my wife did. That's so messed up. It used to be we cheat by using the computer and then writing it down manually. Now you're writing it down manually, then entering it into the computer. Hey, <laughs> if I'm using an iPad and an Apple pen right. or Apple pencil, is that a pen and a pad? Yeah. Uh, no. Does that no. count? No, it's not. It's my exact point. I was going to say thanks, Sue, for the comment. Jedi Mind Tricks and Sir Coughs a lot. Good stuff. Thank you. Um, cool. Moving on. We are going to shout out a little bit. Dude, I'm going to shout out to Real Growers Recharge. If you want to check it out, realgrowers.com, your Canadian grower, rechargecanada.ca. If you want to inoculate your rhizosphere. Yeah. Load it out of the good stuff. You got a second version of any recharge shirts coming? Uh, yeah, I actually do. Soils the battery shirts are coming up. Shout out to Soup. But yeah, I've got some of those. Uh, yeah, Paul from Karma Dog, our merch guy is working on them. Should see those soon. They're very cool. You can find great information on Recharge throughout the many episodes of Dude Grow Show. You can go to dudegrows.com, use the search bar for Recharge, Real Growers Recharge. You can just go over to the site, realgrowers.com. You guys are rocking there. Recently revamped. And again, realgrowers.com. Coupon code DUDE. Don't forget that. RechargeCanada.ca if you're a Canadian grower. And if you're a patron, go take 30% off. We appreciate you. Oh, hell yeah. Hell yeah. All right. Uh, this, this is a little deep here. Selecting a male by a Red Heights. All right. Uh, what do you look for when in selecting a male, Scotty? Uh, I don't know. I'm going to throw that right to you, dude. I've never selected All right. a male. Before. Let me read the question. What up, DGC? Quick question. I plan on doing some very small scale breeding in a two by four tent just for fun. This hobby has given me an endless supply of bud, so I figured I'd try something new. I've read countless times that you need to grow out hundreds of plants theoretically to find the perfect male. Obviously I can do this and I have a five pack of regular seeds and I'm going to select the best based on my research and go for it. My question is, are male plants different than female plants in that they can have countless phenotypes opposed to females where you have a handful of very recognizable phenos? Thanks for everything, DGC Red Heights. Hmm. This is called learning in public for me. I, yes. I can actually help you guys out with this one. Okay, sir. Um, so in cannabis breeding, the males, obviously they don't have like the full female flowers, so we're not going to see how they pass their genes on to their progeny from them themselves. We have to, I'll be, I guess if you had genetic testing, you can genetically test stuff so that you can see what traits that male is potentially going to pass on um, to its progeny. But the main way we've done it in all of horticulture for a lot of different plants um, is to look at the evidence uh, in the, the, the children and offspring from uh, what you, when you breed that male to like a known female. So you will cross your male, single male out to a ton of different females, see what traits it passes on and how it changes the, fe the 
the kids that it makes. Um, and you'll see the evidence like indirectly that way of which males is good. And like a good example of mine is Arise um, from right Ross to Jeff. Sure. Crosses it with a ton of stuff. It makes uh, things grow faster and be more vigorous and have that hybrid vigor. And it also increases THC and stuff. And just across the board, pretty much anything it gets, gets crossed to, it does that. Um, that's because he took a ton of time to select a really good male um, that he knows with consistency passes on those genetics. But he didn't find that just by like growing out, looking at a male plant and being like, this is a great male. He did it by crossing it to a ton of different stuff and testing it until he found the right male that passed on the right traits to its children. Hmm. Hey, do me a favor. Let me scroll down and, and I just want to read what Soup has to say because it was very interesting, man. So, uh, in my experience, both males and females will display a wide variety of phenotypes. I think growers often mistake dominant traits for phenotypes and end up assuming there's only a few phenotypes. For example, growers find a skunky plant and assume that that's the skunky pheno. But in reality, skunky flavor is just a dominant trait that's dis- displayed by many phenos. They're pretty cool. He also had the guide. We're going to have to get soup back on. Um, if you guys want to go deep, you can go over to dudegrows.com forward slash make your own seeds. Um, and soup made a very thorough guide here. Uh, he had another one where you just get them on and feature it for just a show about this. This is the biggest area of growing that I'm ignorant to myself is breeding. I've never needed to, or I still haven't wanted to. Right. Um, I'm sure down the line, it's going to be one of those things. It's like, why not? Let's try it out. Let's see what happens. Um, but we'll go totally over this and get soup on for now. You guys do make some comments over here. Dogrows.com forward slash make your own seeds uh, and check out what soup has to say as well. Great information. Awesome article soup. Shout out. Absolutely. Amazing member of the crew. Thank you, sir. Going to take you over to the pros list here. Dogrows.com forward slash pros. That's where all the coupon codes are listed. I got a couple of pros today. Actually, I'm, I guess I won't call us pros, Scotty, but another reminder, Dogrows.com forward slash Merch is kicking, guys. Three hat models are up over there. There's some DGC shirts, stickers. Yeah. Uh, there's some coffee mugs. I should replace my Waffle House here. They have not answered my sponsorship calls. Hey, so, I, I will jump in and say thank you for not ripping us off, dude. $21.45 for a cool hat like that? Nice, brother. That is not a bad so, deal. We're going to get some headgear out there. Um, these are the first versions. They are all numbered, apparently, Ooh. which is pretty neat. Guru has number one on his head. If you haven't heard, one out of a hundred. So each one has a little which one you got out of a hundred. What kind is that a ranking system? I mean, no. if you have a lower number, does it mean something different? Oh yeah. If you got one of one hundred, it's oh. uh in what they used to do with records too. It's like just when takes- they do pressings of records, they'd number every record and having like the number one copy of Beatles Abbey Road could go. Yeah, but I'll take it the other way, like cars. What if you got the dude, this is the last one ever made. Sure. And I think the first one ever made is more valuable. But yeah, you're right. You're right. Humans have that. It's like uh like closed loops and whatnot. Go to dogos.com forward slash merch as well. If you're growing, I want to tell you about the radical bags, guys. Kicking over actually, I've been using radical bags for a bit and to see how you do not have the spiraling root bound roots yep. kicking and air pruning actively happening. Um, other benefits for newer growers, it's extremely hard. It's possible, but a lot harder to overwater since you have so many air holes yep. along there for the rhizosphere to breathe. Yep. Totally reusable, super easy to wash. Check out gardengearsupply.com, coupon code dude um and i also have two different they have a commercial st- uh, style which is just your more economical round bag no handles no transplants uh, velcro 
And then the other ones that have the nice green, I like the color, tan bag, green handles, keeping the grow looking trendy, and uh, transplanting Velcro strip. If you're good at transplanting, you can transplant on either one pretty well. But once you get in a bigger size, like transplanting a five to seven gallon, right, oh, right. dude, that Velcro shit works great. Um, We've had ours for a couple of years. I'm going to be using them next year. And honestly, they're in brand new condition. Yes, yes. GardenGearSupply.com. Coupon code DUDE. Check it all out. All right. All right, man. All right, favorite part of my show, the show, Dude Grow Show. Uh, what's going on in my grow? Wow, well, that was a lot on. of ownership there. If it's the Dude Grow Show and it's what's going on in your grow, I don't know. Yeah, you got it. Uh, a little bit of good, a little bit of bad, a little bit of sad. So check this out, though. The clones came. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Um, All right. I do say those are some in bad shape clones. I think I got to be honest. I think you can get two or three, two of the three of those back. I got to give, I got to give credit. You know, uh, GGC sent out the clones here in Canada and the clone, it's a nice little clone shipper there. You like that? Like it's straight. There's a little, there was a little led light in there. Every effort was made except it's winter time here in Canada. Yeah. And these came from the East side. And, and when I opened them up, insulated, they they looked like I've seen dead frozen plant material before where it's still like not crispy or anything. But I'm like, and I gave them a night in the tent. I'm like, here, go into this warm, cozy, unbelievably nurturing nurturing environment. And they looked worse the next. Like they're done. Really? Uh, yeah. So you know, lesson learned. Do a little bit quicker. We got to do some expedited shipping. Shipping in the winter time, you definitely have to be careful. Uh, I, I'm sure they went by ground and maybe sat in a truck somewhere for a minute or something like that because it looks like the the frostbite to me. Okay, okay. I well, got a life hack for that. Well, heat pack, but hand hand warmers. Yeah. I mean, it, it can buy you like 18 hours of heat uh, with a good one, and maybe okay, maybe outside. not get too hot. Pack it in with some uh, some like styrofoam uh, peanuts as insulation. Sure. You might might get by with it. But like keeping something cold in the mail is a lot easier than keeping something hot in the mail without it catching fire and everything. So, I like the hand warmer idea. Don't put them in with the plants because they probably put off some type of gas. But, yeah, that's not a bad idea. Either way. Either way, you got a cold pack for the summer, hot pack for the winter. Thought about it all. I always appreciate the effort, and we'll get it figured out here. Um, but on the lighter side, here's my three plants in the two by four tent. No, on the lighter what? side, did you try putting some recharge on there, man? <laughs> <laughs> the, the the I was gonna say the ladies, but I don't know yet. Are doing well on my three by three. You can see the three plants here, planted from seed. I believe the one on the left is a female it's a completely different structure than those other two it's a little taller it's not a squatty or bushy right and it threw only one pre-flower i'm still kind of suspect um and i'm trying to see what's going on they're planted in the three gal radical bags right they're, they're at this point now where every day you're seeing like new growth new growth they're just they're taking off they're loving yeah, life these look great i'm not afraid to bust your balls on your grow these look fucking beautiful dude Getting ready to take a few clones. And I was like, oh, let me go over and I'm going to give a shout out. I was, I was searching around about trying to determine sex before going into flowering on your plants. Uh, over on Grow Weed Easy, um, good site, had some good information. There's some good pics here of a male and female, example of male and female cannabis pre-flowers. I mean, just, so, just look at this. I mean, you're telling me we're not all, all related. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> when I look down at the well, the first picture here showing a male like right at this little part where new growth is coming out and it's like a little ball or oval, right? It's not a seed pod or anything just yet. 
And then females, more like a pointy, like I don't want to call it hornish type little thing coming out. I can't find those. The second picture, or those are pistols, right? The white hairs. Right. Uh, right. So I've, technically the first ones that come out at the node are not pistols. Or I guess, yes, it is a pistol. They are called bracts. Too, by the way, B R C T S bracket. I probably need magnification. I'm figuring. I got out my thirty. Right, probably good. I'm thinking thirty times at least when I'm looking for these um, because I haven't been able to identify those. The pistols are usually pretty obvious giveaway. No worries, but uh, I will look for the bracts too. The bracts are what? Just the green things. They're kind of coming out. They're not pistols. The pistols are actually white, but the bracts are just basically it's vegetative. It's green. Have I got that correct? uh, no, it, I mean, the the Brack technically is a pistol. It's just the first ones that show up, like the pre-flowers. Got um, it. And they're called Bracks. Okay. All right. If I'm seeing it wrong, they do have these two things coming out that aren't white, and I don't think they're the Bracks, but if they are, that would mean I have three females out of all three seeds. So that would be... We'll see. Maybe it's going to be my lucky holiday, you know, holiday time. Could be. Don't make me do the ads on that, all right? I got to take cuts of all of them here uh, as the next step and get a little veggie area going over to the side um, and take them to flower. If I can't determine sex completely confident, you got to be really confident if you're going to take a plant out of the grower chopper, right? Chop him, if you will. A little bit. A little bit, sir. All right. Just slinging some reach here and yeah, share. You don't want to ask me what's going on in my grow? That's something I random. I skip it from now. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. You said maybe something. I'm, I'm on Facebook yesterday. I'm scrolling and it shows me, you ever seen the wall? like the pockets it's like the pockets of of little plants yeah. and you can yeah. make like a whole living wall of it i've yeah. seen some that are done really well before i've seen some that are kind of done poorly and this one uh facebook targeted me with it looked like it was going straight to china like wish.com or something but it was these like uh you were able to snap them together and put them in kind of whatever configuration you wanted and it was a line of hempy buckets so it was basically like the dual root zone with on the bottom there was uh, it held water in there. And so it was the same kind of dual root zone concept as Hempies. And did it, you order them? I did. I ordered And then it gets you where it goes, you want to order 24, 48, uh, 100, 200, or 400. You have, and no, it's you just, have no picture for us? How dare you? I'm so sorry. I'll try to find one. But uh, yeah, I was like, huh, do I order 30, 72, 100? Yeah, so I ended up ordering 200. Was, they made me an offer I couldn't refuse. And so, you're going to, what are you going to grow in them? Where are you going to grow them? Here's what I'm thinking is, you know how we're always having problems with cannabis and, and bugs. And I've always, you know, I've been thinking this for a while. If you put a bunch of herbs around there, you had yourself a, you know, a little living wall with a bunch of different, you know, uh, culinary herbs and a couple of cannabis plants in there. Would all those other smells and different root zones keep the bugs that love cannabis away? Interesting so a little, little bit. Yeah, cool a little experiment. Bit. I tell you what, I was in a hot pepper growing uh, uh, Facebook group, and they talked about doing the <laughs> the biggest pepper plant that you can grow out of a shot glass. And I was like, "That's yeah, that's a, that's a hell of a competition, right?" Seen so. the same ones with uh, there's many for cannabis. You know, the solo cup, sixteen ounce beer sure. cup, man. Like, how, who? Let's let's have a grow off. Um, and. There's some interesting shit when you see just this big solid bud out of this little yes. cup. So. And so that's basically, if I can do that with the, these are basically just the same size as the pocket. And then it's got a hempy, you know, dual root zone to allow it to even suck up more nutrients. I wonder what you can do. First off, just a great culinary wall. And second of all, I wonder if you can have one out of every 10 or 12 spaces, a big fat fucking bud. 
Interesting. Uh, we'll I dig. See. We'll see. All right. Who's slinging some recharge these days? Oh, man. Guru, would you like to do to, to take the honors, sir? I will take the honors. We got a new grow generation in Concord, California. Shout out to Michael. Just talked to him today, getting them all stocked up. Nice. Very cool. We appreciate y'all. And right, also, appreciate- just want to mention, grow generation is pretty much anywhere where you have legal weed now, there is a grow generation somewhere within an hour of you. Yeah, loaded with recharge. Love it. Right on, right on. I hope everybody uh, has a good weekend. And uh, yeah, I'm going to go chill out myself, stay higher with my friends. Let's do some shout outs here. Yes, hope you all had a great Thanksgiving. Hope you are a full and stoned and eat leftovers. <laughs> Yes, I'm going to give it up to Bert and I. And the Fireman, how's it going? The Fireman. Yeah, that's my man. Bubba Bud 79 and the Red Maple Grove. Uh, tricks, tricks are for kids. <laughs> Dank Dane. I got R420 and Mr. Nice Guy. What's up, Raymond Gitz? And Turpin 8 or. Turpin 8 or. Dang it. All right, guys, stay higher, my friends. Until next time. Take breeze, dude. I was waiting for it. Come on, all right, peace out. <laughs> I thought you get to tell me something to do till next time. Yeah, stay higher. Some people love to blaze up the deck. Yeah, we get happy for noon. And when the boss says is to take a little break, that means we're lighting up a dude. It's just weed. It's just weed. I like to keep the buzz on, on, on. It's just weed. It's just weed. In my toolbox, there's a bone. Some people start their day off with a pill. It's what the doctor says to do. They shake their heads at natural medicine. Go ahead and try something new, new, new. It's just weed. It's just weed. I like to keep the good buzz on, on, on. It's just weed. It's just weed. I like to smoke it all day long. Yeah. Get away!